0: here we were in the midst of this incredible pain that we didn't know how we were going to make it out there. You know, we couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel, and we didn't know why our baby was suffering.
1: It may take time on this journey slow What lies ahead, I'm not sure I know
2: Lacey Buchanan and her husband Chris are mom and dad to Christian a little boy who was born with a serious birth defect. He's had a lot of surgeries in his short life, but Lacey remembers one in particular, when he was just three months old.
0: It just about killed him. And I'm sitting in the hospital watching him just writhe in pain and watching his monitors just going crazy, and I'm just sitting there. And I said, God, if this is your good plan for me, I don't want any part of it.
1: There may be days When I cannot breathe, there may be scars that will stay with me.
2: Lacey Buchanan is our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories.
3: I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. You're going to hear that Christian's birth defect has left him blind. You're also going to hear from Billy Graham how the love of
1: Jesus is brighter than any darkness you will ever face. Even though the horizon of your own life is dark, if you will allow Christ, the light of the world, to come into your heart, he can turn the darkness into glorious sunlight.
3: Anytime you'd like to learn more about Jesus turning your darkness into sunlight, just go to this website, findpeacewithgod.net.
2: God.
0: People. Stories.
2: One of the most important days of Lacey Buchanan's life was a Sunday in 2002. She had accepted a friend's invitation to go to church with her.
0: I was 15 years old and I went with her that Sunday and that was the very day that I gave my life to Christ. And funny enough, it was also the day that I met the man who would become my husband. So I tell everybody that I met Jesus and my husband on the same day.
2: That's Chris she's referring to, and they got married six years after the day they met in that church outside Nashville, Tennessee. Along the way, the rest of Lacey's family started attending the same church, and Lacey and Chris served in that church in a number
0: of different ways. And we had a lot of people in the church who were really great examples of service, and so we had some really wonderful, amazing people um, to sort of guide us by example along the way. Um And to lay a foundation for us, I feel like um for what was to come, which of course we had you know no idea at the time.
3: It was two thousand ten when Lacey and Chris discovered they were expecting the same week that Lacey got her acceptance letter to law school.
0: We were so excited, you know, first child, and like I just knew I always wanted to be a mom, so this was just you know a dream come true, and you know everything was going beautifully, everything seemed like it was just falling into place and when I was about 18 weeks pregnant, we went in for the anatomy ultrasound where they get, you get to find out the gender of your child, and everything seemed great. You know, they told us we're having a boy. Everything was fine, and just within a few days, we got um, a phone call from my doctor, and he said that he needed us to come back in for some more scans, and so we, we came back in, and they confirmed that our baby had a cleft lip and palate.
3: Actually, their baby's condition was much more serious than that. But neither they nor the doctors would know how serious until Christian was born.
0: We kept having ultrasounds, hoping to get more answers. And the doctors just kept saying, we don't really know. You know, it could be this, it could be that. Um, And so every single appointment just got a little more terrifying because we just kept getting more news that wasn't good. You know, he may not be compatible with life. They would just find more issues every single ultrasound.
2: In spite of that, Lacey and Chris still thought everything was going to be fine.
3: Lacey chalks that up to simply being young and naive. Lacey delivered Christian by C-section, and she remembers lying on the operating table, waiting for news about her baby.
0: And I'm like, Chris, talk to him. You know, I'm kind of helpless, and so I'm just kind of relying on everybody else. And I'm like, He's okay. He's alive. The cleft isn't as bad as they thought, you know. And he just looks at me, and he starts to cry, and he says, "Lacey, it's worse."
1: around you You can hide in
2: me As a result of his birth defect, Christian essentially has no eyes. He is one of only about 50 people in the world known to suffer with this medical
1: condition.
0: So when Christian was born in February of 2011 um, was when we really got to understand just the magnitude and the severity of his birth defect. So when he was born, we had no idea that there were going to be issues with his eyes. We thought that the cleft was isolated to just his mouth. And in fact, it clefted um, from the corners of his mouth up into his eyes, sort of like in a V-shape. And so that was probably the hardest thing to deal with because this whole time we had been telling ourselves, you know, a cleft can be repaired. Um, But we knew that there was nothing that could be repaired to give him sight,
3: To see Christian today, it is clear that he has a medical condition. But despite his blindness and some other issues, Christian is an active little boy who loves to tell jokes, takes karate, and he's fascinated by elevators. When he was born, though, it was a whole different story.
0: He wasn't able to eat with his mouth, so he had to have surgery to have a feeding tube put in. He was four days old, and we were sending our four day old child off to the operating room. And um, Chris and I both would describe it as just like, we were awake, but we felt like this could not be reality. We were in such, uh, you know, depths of grief at that time, and you know, immediately in that grief, we started saying, "God, what are you doing? Why are you allowing this to happen?" And you know, we, we both became pretty angry. I think um, because we had been Christians for years, and you know, we knew that God was powerful enough that. He could fix it. He could snap his fingers and fix all this. And yet here we were in the midst of this incredible pain that we didn't know how we were going to make it out there. You know, we, we couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and we didn't know why our baby was suffering.
2: The feeling of desperation continued for several more months. And add on to that, they were just simply exhausted.
0: His needs were just incredible. We had uh, nursing care in our home. Because he just, he required so much extra care. We were going to appointments. We had upwards of, I mean, sometimes six and eight appointments in a week. Um, I think I think the average was six. And I was working a full-time job. Uh, yeah, and I was still going to law school. And I had felt that God had called me to go to law school, you know. And I'm like, God, <laughs> if you wanted me to go to law school, why, you know, this is not bearable. This is not manageable.
2: Lacey says she was in a wrestling match with God. Wanting to know why her child wasn't healthy and why God was picking on her.
0: And when Christian was about four months old, I was at work one day and I worked at a daycare at the time and we were um we were having nap times. So it was very quiet in the room and peaceful and the radio was playing and it was a Christian daycare and so we were playing um a local Christian radio station and Laura Story's song Blessings came on. And I've heard it like a million times. I mean everybody who listens to Christian music knows that song, you know, and and I'm sitting there, you know, having this internal wrestling match with God and I'm just, you know, like just bitter and angry and just resentful and just mad, you know, and and I'm like, you know, God, I, I demand an answer from you. Tell me why you're doing this to me. You know, I'm I'm done. I'm over it. You know, line is line in the sand is drawn and um uh, a line in that song just sort of struck me in that moment
1: what if trials of this life are your mercies in disguise what if trials of this life
0: are your mercies in disguise and it just it just hit me and it was just almost as if you know god's voice was audible to me and i realized that you know i'm sitting here complaining about having this child, and things could have been so different. I I was getting to rock him to sleep every night. I was getting to come home from work every day and hold him. Um, You know, I was getting to be his mom. And doctors had told us that he probably wasn't going to live, and here I was complaining. You know, God had answered my prayers. I had begged God to let him live. You know, I just remember praying, God, please let me keep this baby. Please let me keep my child. Don't take him from me. And, you know, here I was, mad at God about answering my prayers. And in that moment, the light switch just flipped, you know. And I just said, you know what, I'm done. I'm done being angry at God. I don't have to know why it happened this way. Um, I don't have to know why it happened to us. I just want to be thankful that I get to be Christian's mom. I don't want it to be somebody else. I don't want a different child. I want Christian. Um, And that was sort of the moment. Um, It was literally just instantaneous.
3: That moment came a little slower and a little later for Chris.
0: Chris sort of distanced himself. He buried himself in work. Um, You know, he was working all the overtime he could possibly get. And that was sort of how he dealt with the pain. Um, And so he was a little bit slower to come around um, but he did he did it well. And and he kinda came came to the same place that I did that I mean, gosh, we wouldn't trade Christian for the every healthy kid in the world. You know, we, we wouldn't. We we want Christian and we are so thankful at this point that God chose us to be his parents.
3: God also chose Lacey and Chris to be parents to Chandler, who was born in May of twenty thirteen.
0: Chandler is just him and Christian are just the best of buddies. And, I mean, Chandler really looks out for Christian and has sort of helped Christian learn a lot about what it means to be a little boy, um, because Christian can't figure out things sometimes on his own because he can't really see stuff so Christian and I'm not going to teach Christian to do things like climb up on the sink you know so and if you don't just show Christian he's not going to do it so Chandler taught Christian how to climb up on the sink and turn the faucet on you know and play in the water and things like that just things that little yeah and so it's kind of like they're just a little duo then they just kind of you know go do everything together and it's just it's pretty fantastic
2: Joy is a big part of the Buchanan household. Lacey says it's a lifestyle for her family and that Chandler and Christian are two of the most joyful people she knows.
0: Christian is, I mean, the goofiest, silliest little kid. And in so many ways, Christian is such a typical little six year old um, boy. I mean, he's just such a typical kid. Um, But uh, he loves to tell jokes, he loves to make people laugh, he loves to be silly. Um, and, and so he's like, he's got a repertoire of jokes that he likes to share with people. Um, and it's just hilarious to watch him like get a kick out of people laughing at his jokes, you know? So that's just one of the things he's so far behind socially, but man, he knows the 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 comedy thing.
2: Being Christian's mom has given Lacey a deeper understanding of who God is.
0: I really learned the character of God through Christian because I was watching the promises of God unfold in my life in ways that I could never have imagined them, uh, happening. I, you know, I thought that all things working together for good meant that all things were going to work together the way I wanted them to, um, you know, however I wanted it to happen. Um, and, and that's just not what happened because if I had gotten to pick, you know, Christian wouldn't have a birth defect, but I still got to watch God work all things together for our good. And, for it to happen in His way and in His time, and so I really learned about the character of God and, and and what it really means to trust Him, because it's easy to trust Him when everything's going the way that I want it to go. When you come to that crossroad where, you know, this doesn't feel good, this doesn't look like the promises of God are happening or going to happen, and I see no way out of this, but you know, you stand on that road and you make a choice. Are you going to follow God through this or are you not? And, you know, choosing to follow God through it, I got to see just so many promises unfold right in front of my eyes and just really learn to trust God and, and to trust His promises.
3: Are you ready to trust God the way Lacey Buchanan has learned to trust him? As she said, trusting him does not mean everything's going to work out the way you want it to. It does mean that whatever happens, God is with you and will carry you through it. You can learn a lot more about trusting God at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's Mm findpeacewithgod.net. You have heard a lot about little
2: Christian Buchanan. In just a minute, you are going to hear from Christian Buchanan himself
3: you're listening to gps god people stories a production of the billy graham evangelistic association
1: even though the horizon of your own life is dark if you will allow christ the light of the world to come into your heart he can turn the darkness into glorious sunlight billy graham the bible is explicit in its declaration that christ is the light of the world The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light, says the Bible. And then the Bible again says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The Bible again says, For God who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ, the light of the world, is permitted to shine in the human heart, the darkness of sin and despair flees before it as shadows flee from the noonday sun. I beg of you today to take the light of Christ, to take the life of Christ into your own heart. At this moment, you can know life and light if you let Christ into your heart.
2: Jesus Christ is certainly the light of Lacey Buchanan's life, and he has been through some pretty dark days. What you're about to hear, though, was from a very bright day. It's uh, she and Christian singing, You Are
3: My Sunshine, when he was about four years old. Yeah, it's about 38 seconds long, and at the end, you can hear Christian just squeal with laughter and delight. man that laugh gets me every time i hear it by the way you can watch the video of that little performance on youtube and you can read more about christian and his family in a book Lacey wrote called through the eyes of hope we want to thank Lacey buchanan for sharing her and christian story with us it was a very special time together and we want to thank you for listening I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. And I've got a quick word
2: for you. Your gifts can help us share more stories of God's love and work in people's lives. We're grateful for those gifts. Would you pray about making a gift to make GPS, God, People, Stories, and all of our audio outreaches possible? To give, go to BillyGramradio.org and click on Give. Pretty clever, huh? That's BillyGrahamRadio.org. The music you heard on this episode of GPS was courtesy of Laura's Story. GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news.
1: What if tw-